This is Believe in Buckeyes with Brian Brownie and Chimdi Chekwai. And, uh, you know, Believe in Buckeyes brought to you by Bet Online, which remains your number one source for all, all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and everything else. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trend, trends at, at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or any game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and sports. Um, so head on to the white website, use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome. Um, you know, after your first deposit, make sure to use the promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. So we're going to oh. uh, kick this off. Hold on, man. I just got an always shout out. If you're having issues with gambling, 1-800-GAMBLERS. I got a little easier now. 1-800-GAMBLERS, if you're having issues with gambling, having any problems. Gambling is uh, now legal in Ohio. Started this the start of the year. I know a lot of people was getting into it. <laughs> so, you know, enjoy it responsibly. Enjoy it responsibly. Yeah, yeah, gamble responsibly out there, y'all. Don't lose all your money. <laughs> Try to make a little bit. Make yeah, things happen. Yeah. So we're gonna... This is not a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start off with uh, just talking about, man, we, we, we just continue... Buckeyes continue to get recognized for their ability at the next level. So we had some recent NFL honors. I don't know if you have the kind of the list pulled up for the past few years. I do. Um, I do. And, and it's, I, I got to say, it's pretty impressive. I mean, our guys really, we know how, how talented, you know, the guys are that come into Ohio State. And a lot of times, yeah. you know, because you're talented in college, sometimes, it, you know, it doesn't click at the next level. It don't correlate. And maybe you're injured. You know, a lot of different factors just kind of, kind of, kind of go in there where you could be a great team in college, a great player, but when you get to the next level, it just really don't pan out. But right now, I mean, our guys are killing it. Like you say, NFL honors this past, so we want to kind of shout out this kind of name drop over the last recent handful of years, how impressive the Ohio State Buckeyes have been. So from this past season, the 2022 season, uh, defensive player of the year goes to Nick Bosa, who's from Ohio State, currently playing with the 49ers. We know what type of year they had. Offensive Rookie of the Year goes to wide receiver Ohio State, Garrett Wilson. Uh, obviously, we know what type of player he was at, at Ohio State. Went to the next level and obviously had a fantastic year. On the list, we know it's kind of debatable, but hey, he claims he's a Buckeye. He said he's a, he, he said he's a Buckeye, but we know he didn't <laughs> play much here, but you know, went on to have great success at LSU. But Joe Burrow's on the list, Comeback Player of the Year 2021. 2021 also as well. Coach Mike Vrabel wins coach of the year for the work he did yep. at, uh, doing down at Tennessee Titans. You know, he's a Buckeye through and through. Long, long NFL career. Uh, 2020 season, we had defensive rookie of the year uh, with Chase Young playing defensive end for the uh, Washington uh, Commanders. Uh, 19, we had the offensive player of the year with Michael Thomas. Uh, the year he had with the Saints where he broke the record for most receiving yards in the season, I believe, or reception, something like that. Huge record he broke. 19, back to Nick Bosa as defensive rookie of the year. 2017, for my uh, alum, my Glenville Tarblooder, 2017 defensive rookie of the year. Marshawn Lattimore as in 2016 defensive rookie of the year with Joey Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa's big brother. So, I mean – of recent, like, you know, like I say, it's just been, that's really a tremendous run. I mean, I don't, 
you know, when you do it, it's the NFL honors, right? So no one yeah. really kind of comparing it to other schools or anything like that. But it, it, it'd be, uh, in my mind, probably be tough to find another run like that when it, when you look at other universities. It, um, but it's so, pretty impressive. So here's the stat. So since 2016, there's the total of 42 awards that's been given out. Of the 42 awards, nine of them have gone to former Buckeyes. If we include Joe Burrow as a Buckeye graduate as well, None of them have been go- have gone to former uh, former Buckeyes, and that's you know over twenty percent of the awards going to Ohio State former Ohio State players and Vrabel, who's also a former Ohio State player now a coach. That's that's pretty impressive, of you know, it, and it, it just kind of shows the level of talent. I mean, to get to that 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 many awards, you have to have a lot of talent, especially in these 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 recent years and. Uh, if you're a Bosa, imagine it's two two rookie of the years, <laughs> right? In one family, right? That's, I mean, they're, they're batting a hundred percent when it comes to. I mean, that's raising them right, right there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Gary Wilson, Gary Wilson, you know, an, another uh, number five past Ohio State Buckeye number five uh, wow, guy, wow. like 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 myself. And I, mm-hmm. I always tell my wife, you put the five on your back. <laughs> you put the five on your back. Your floor is going to be is being special. That's your floor. <laughs> the sky's the limit, but your floor is going to be special. But now, Garrett Wilson, partly because of his number, but also um, from the first you know first time he he um, he ran a route at Ohio State in the game. I'm like, man, that guy is as good as any receiver here. Um, and I also want to shout out Chris Olave, who came up short on the offensive uh, rookie of the year because of his team, his former teammate who beat him out. So, I mean, you could have given it to either one of them and it would have been um, well-deserved. So uh, shout out to those, those guys, man. It's a very impressive stat. Let's see who's next. Who Who's yeah. next to be in that um, conversation of, you know, potential rookie of the year coming in uh, to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Next into to, to rookie of the year. But, you know, first I think kind of, I want to shout out a little bit more, on some of the Buckeyes that's doing it at a high level, you know, right now in the NFL. Still, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody with Ohio State, and, and it's tough, right? I mean, a lot of teams struggle with, you know, quarterbacks, great colleges going to, on to the NFL. But we got to get some love to Justin Fields. I mean, he was around yeah. NFL honors, and we know what type of season he had. Season started off, I would say, kind of slow, right? I mean, uh wasn't, you know, too spectacular. We know the, the Bears, you know, you know, it's tough to say. Don't want to say the Bears was tanking, but we know, you know, they 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 was they, they didn't have a lot of talent around. Let's feel like that, and it, it looked was, like it was, it was a year they really wanted to evaluate Justin Fields. They wanted they, they wanted to play good, but they wanted to lose. <laughs> wanted, like, right, <laughs> and, and Justin Fields. I mean, he just kind of took off, right? I mean, some of the the plays he started to make later in the season, it was almost like, what what is Fields going to do this week, right? Like, what spectacular his he, play he's going to make? He, he kind of looked like, I mean, to be honest, I mean. Obviously, he got to do it over the course of some seasons, but it looked like you know almost Michael Vick s like you know the you know yeah. league MVP type of type of run that you know if he could continue to play at that level, um, definitely he'd be in the conversation and there's always a chance that he could start to win these type of awards. You've seen Lamar Jackson win the awards, being a rusher and thrower. You know Michael Vick, the things he used to do, um, and so I feel like Justin Fields is really on that path. Um, to kind of start doing that. I believe this year they actually will have a little bit more talent around. A try, you know, the plan would be to probably win some games. I know they got a lot of cap space. They got a lot of draft. Um, 
draft picks and things of that nature. So it'd be interesting to see see how he could excel, and so Ohio State could have that that um, that quarterback figure in the NFL to kind of start winning some of these NFL honors awards. Yeah, Justin Fields, he really it really kind of clicked for him. I think part of the reason it clicked is because he really embraced running the ball. Um, I think the the team really allowed him to kind of open up. I mean, got every a lot of people look at Justin Fields as just running quarterback. Now he always had the the running ability and that talent, but I don't know if people remember at Ohio State he did not run the ball that much, and that was part of <laughs> Ryan Day's. Um, I think uh, approach of keeping his quarterback healthy. Let's not take off all the time. Let's, you know, go through our progression, go through our reads, uh, make the right throw. And then if you see something, you have the opportunity to go get, go get the yards. But if I was, if, if, if I could buy stock in a team, um, I think the bears would be a team I buy stock. I buy low on the bears now with the expectation that Justin Fields, his ability to run the ball and make plays offensively, um, he still has a really good, real good ability to throw the ball as well. Yeah. And as he utilizes that strength, he has the opportunity to still win games and develop and grow in his ability to, you know, see coverages, understand how defenses are attacking them, and make plays. So he he he's figured out a way to be really, really, really successful, and he still has the opportunity to grow a whole lot. And I think yeah. that's it's perfect for a young quarterback because the challenge is with most guys, you know. They don't get there immediately. Like you don't get to reach that level, they're gonna look for the next guy. Justin Fields could be QB one now and be great, and as long as you put <laughs> some defensive players out there and put some weapons around them, and still have a high ceiling to to grow. So, um, shout out to Justin Fields. I think he's number two. I think his season was um, led him to being having the, the number two uh, most uh, QB rushing yards mm-hmm. um, ever, behind Lamar Jackson and uh, ahead of actually. Uh, number three was Michael Vick, so uh, he's well on the right path. There, there was some discussion about. Let me, let me, let me. What's your take on the? Um, <laughs> what you got? My, uh, Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum was. Uh, I think he was the president of, uh, or whatever GM in Miami when I was there. But he he mentioned trading back, trading Justin Fields, and getting you know getting picks or whatever, and then actually dra- drafting Bryce Young. How do you feel about about that that suggestion? Uh, to me, is is. It's really risky, right? I mean, yeah. you you don't have a, a quarterback with you for two years now, and then essentially, let's be frank, like like we just said, wasn't much around him, right? Um, and we, you, I think you know, you get to evaluate him firsthand. You see his work ethic. I mean, this is stuff we know because we Ohio State Buckeyes, and we got to hear, uh, yeah. you know, all the, the wonderful things about Fields and you know what type of guy he is and how serious he takes his football, how much he really wants to win. But you got to see it firsthand, his work ethic, how he was a leader, keeping that team together, um, keeping the team competitive. I mean, when usually, you know, when you when you uh in a situation where you just really you don't have the guys, we know it's the NFL. I, I my time in the NFL, I was on several bad teams. And I hate to say it, but when it gets to a point in the season, you see guys really start to play for themselves and just play for their for their check. Like, hey, we're getting paid at the end of the week. I'm going to do what I can, make sure I get paid, and we take it to next week. I'm not about to do – I'm not about to, for one, stick my neck out here for the team. Yeah. Not for, you know, for one, next you're not going to embarrass me. That's when you start seeing all these crazy random flags because they just feel like they're out there fighting for themselves right. um, after the whistle and things of that nature. But he – kept the Bears competitive. He made those guys believe they had a chance. Um, and 
And for you to, to try to let that go for a guy that, I mean, you don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what Bryce Young would do better than Justin Fields. He definitely not a, he don't definitely doesn't have the arm Justin Fields has. He definitely not as fast. He definitely not as lucid as Fields is. So yeah. essentially, you'd be trying to, I don't know, take a gamble. Maybe saying he's a smarter, better reader quarterback. You know, better precision. And, and I don't, I don't see how that could be possible as well. So I, I, I don't think it's something that they should do. I know they said that they wasn't that Justin Fields is their guy that they came on the press conference with and kind of you know made a statement about it. But obviously, you never know until it happens. But I think it would be risky, and I think it would be a mistake on the on behalf of the Bears. Um, I think Fields is a, a very special talent, a very special player, and I feel like they should go ahead, do the investment, put the resources around them, and see how far they can really take this thing. Yeah, risk risk is the word, right? Is is I mean, it's, there's a potential that Bryce Young Bryce Young can end up being a better quarterback than Justin Fields. You can go back and you can say, you know, based on what he, what Bryce Young did in college, I felt like you can say this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this is the case, but you can say, based on what I watched him do in college and his career in college compared to what Justin, Justin Fields did in college, I could project forward and say that he could potentially, he, he's likely to develop into a better quarterback than Fields at some point in time in the future. Okay. None of us can truly tell the future, however. So, it it would be it's like it's like I have a million dollars in the bank. I see an opportunity to put all my million dollars into something else, but after I do it, I'm gonna have to, you know, not 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 just an investment, but I'm gonna have to go buy some assets, start a new <laughs> business to make another million dollars because I feel like I could make more. It's like, well, you already got the million, and you could take. Mm, Three hundred thousand and start some business and try to, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> don't you? The quarterback is so important. The guy finally was able to, not finally, but I mean, he he took a he took a jump. Year one, he went through year one growing pains. Year two, jump ten more touchdowns. Uh, second leading QB uh, rusher mm-hmm. in in history of the NFL, right? And was able to continuously drive down and move and, you know, lead a team, lead an offense to be good with a defense that wasn't very good. So now you're saying, okay, now start over. (laughs) (laughs) Trade him, start over. No, it it really doesn't – it's not worth the risk. I mean, if you want to de-risk yourself in a better way, go sign a veteran quarterback that can continue to help Fields develop. And in the case that, you know, Fields isn't getting it done, maybe that guy could step in and be your starting quarterback. But – yeah, and, and if Bryce Young's, um, you know, uh, projection or p- potential is that great, then why not just trade? <laughs> why not just trade him <laughs> and, and, and get the picks and continue to develop the guy that you know? So yeah, I, I I wouldn't say it's the craziest thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's definitely crazy. <laughs> right? It's definitely crazy. But um, yeah, that's that's it. Doesn't make sense. I don't think the Bears do it. Yeah, I think I they think trade they back. Yeah. Um, and then, and if they do trade back, there's some mock drafts out there. I think uh, Mel Kiper Mel Kiper had one. CBS had another one that had CJ going as the first quarterback. I think you also think that CJ. You mentioned that CJ would be the first quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I think Bryce Young ends up being the first quarterback. Um, 
not because I think he's better, but I do, I do think there's been a, like a relative consensus that Bryce Young is the better quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I don't know. But I mean, that's, not, like a... that's not how the NFL works. It comes down yeah. to the team. The team has to yeah. say, we, <laughs> you know, this is who we think of, could, could um, actually execute our system and that. And we don't know who that number one team will be. Right now, the Texans are the, the first team that are likely going to draft a quarterback at number two. But if the Bears trade back, the CBS uh, mock draft has the coach jumping up to one. And it, and, it, and people feel, if you watch, if you ever watch, I follow a few coats, like reporters. If you if you um, see, they feel like CJ is kind of the the, the player that fits um, what the coach are trying to do. Yeah, and um, yeah, like you say, so it's a different. It's a draft, right? Anything can happen, you know, anything can happen, you know, then that's the best way yeah. to put it. You know, some, somebody could love a guy so much that, you know, they just make a move and they do it. And the next thing you know, no one needs your position anymore. And then you kind of, you know, you kind of limbo for a while. And, and just that's just how the draft goes. It's very, um, some things are known, but not much. <laughs> not much is known. So, yeah, so to me, it's just, Overall, I just feel like, once again, CJ is a better quarterback than Bryce when you just look at a, a bunch of different things when it comes to the tangibles, uh, the, the the arm strength, the arm, the accuracy, uh, the size, the things of that nature. I feel like when it's going to come down, it's going to be very important. And it's, I guess it's always kind of important in the field, especially when you start talking about quarterbacks, is how they interview with teams, right? So, yeah. you know, it's a yeah. lot of stuff um, – you know, who knows what they're going to do at the combine. You don't know if they're going to throw at the combine, if they're going to run, you know, uh, they're going to just do stuff at pro uh, at their pro day for their schools, you know, who, who knows, but uh, it's, you know, they'd meet with teams though. And I know for both of them, it's going to be very important when you're drafting a quarterback that's high, right? What are you? You're a face of the franchise, no matter how you want to put it. If you're not that kind of guy, if you're a laid back guy, you don't want to talk to you. It doesn't matter. When you go first round in the NFL, you are now the face of the franchise when it comes to quarterbacks. So uh, it's going to go down, come down a lot to me how they interview how they speak to GMs, coaches, owners, and how they just feel overall uh, about about the player. Because uh, when it comes down to it, like you say, it could be essentially a coin toss. We know that the, both of these guys are good players in college. They should be good players in the NFL. Coin toss on, you know, how we feel, you know, this, yeah. How you feel, you know, there's no real science behind that, right? You, just, you get in the room, you kind of go over some stuff, you meet the guy, you shake their hand, and, you know, how the conversation goes from there. So, um, we'll see. Obviously, the, the draft is coming. We kind of still got a handful of months for that to take place. Um, got a lot of things that's going to take place in between there that may sway things or may not. Um, but we also – while we was here talking about the draft, we also want to talk about the other guys, like the the rest of the Buckeyes yeah. that's, that's looking at being potential first round uh, grades and kind of coming up on board. So uh, for Ohio State, obviously, like we just said, CJ in my mind number one got quarterback off the board, maybe number one pick. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but we also looking at um, first round grades and, and a lot of projection boards. Paris Johnson as being uh, one, two off the tackle off the board. Um, we have Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones, um, yeah. yeah. who's looking at a late first-round pick. And I, I guess I wanted to talk about him a little bit. I, I believe coming out of high school, I think a lot of people knew if Paris didn't get hurt and he played the way we think he'll play, he'll go to first round just due to right. his build, the way he's athletic, the way he bends, yeah. the way how strong he is, he'll be fine. Uh, 
but DeWine's is kind of a different case, right? He's coming out of Indiana. He was a basketball player, right? Didn't really, really get into football too late, but he's just a massive guy. I think he's 6'8". Um, he plays around 360 or so. Uh, I feel like he would be a guy that could easily be 380 around the 400 range. Just a massive guy. But he yeah. really put the work in. I remember um, him coming in as a freshman talking to some of the other older offensive linemen on the team at the time. They just they just shake their head when talking about DeWine. Just like, if he takes it serious, like if he takes it serious, he's going to yeah. be an animal. And sure enough, he, I believe he did the work. I mean, you're seeing him cut 30, 40 pounds throughout his time at Ohio State, uh, put on a lot of lean muscle, built like a brick wall. And to me, when I watch him play, he's a no-brainer first-round pick. When you, To me, when you're looking at sometimes you need a franchise guy. So you need a quarterback, you need a guy that's going to go out there and once again, you know, bring energy to the franchise and be a game changer type of deal. But a lot of times we're looking at a first round pick. You just really want a guy that you know could play on the NFL level. And when I watch DeWine play, to me, he's going to play well. He's going to play for a long time. He's going he's gonna to be one of those guys that kind of play in the NFL as long as he wants to play in the NFL. And that's yeah. how good he is. Uh, he got a great base. He got great length to his game. Uh, he just came out of the senior bowl. Everyone was raving about him, about how well he performed and, and, and everything uh, as a out there holding himself up, how he performed the one-on-ones, and how he just – his stature, how he looks, how he's built. Uh, he just kind of went out there and dominated. So I just wanted to say I mean, it's basically kudos to him. A lot of times with a guy like that, he kind of go either way, right? He could be a guy that's around for four or five years, never really get it, and yep. kind of gone before it really matters. But he was a guy that took it serious made the changes to his body, made the changes to his game, and to me should definitely be a, a first-round draft pick for a team that's looking for a guy that's going to be there a while that you feel really good about. At the GM, you feel really good about the pick you made when you picked up DeJuan Jones in the first round. Yeah, I've seen he has like a crazy, crazy long wingspan and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember yeah. there, there was a few times I came on a cornerback blitz, uh, I guess, you know, tackles with a crazy wingspan and thinking that I could turn a corner. And they just stuck up. <laughs> they just punched me with one of them long, randomly long arms, man. But, um, yeah, um, he, did, he seemed like he did a lot a lot of good for himself in the senior bowl, um, which really is going to be a springboard for him, I think, to continue to, to, to jump some spots. Now we're talking about just making, a, making more money. You, you lock yourself in the first round and potentially – you know, um, start to – I mean, we talk about first-round spots. You, you talk about jumping millions of dollars, right? Millions of dollars. <laughs> right. like, uh, so that's, that, that's, that's, that's big for him. Another guy who went to the Senior Bowl, um, a defensive back, Ronnie Hickman. Um, there's a lot a lot floating, floating around on, on social media um, of his one-on-one drills with a few different receivers. Didn't go too well. Didn't go too well from, from the looks of it. Um, Ronnie had, was not – so one, I don't think he had a big year this 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 past year. Um, he also was not really a a man to man cover type safety. He's more of a a safety linebacker type, a guy who plays in the box, makes tackles, um, plays well in the zone, um, the underneath zones, and um, can go make plays. He had, I think, he had a big year last year. He kind of always around the ball, kind of flew off the screen a little bit. Uh, and and I mean, teams see that. I don't see him as a a top four top four rounds, maybe a third day type um, player potentially. 
it depends on how he performs at the combine and stuff as well, how he does in his meetings with teams as well, um, his understanding of the defense. But I do think he's a he's a next-level player. Um, you know, we, we can't look at one-on-ones and judge a, a, a safety on, on the foot. <laughs> uh, the full, his full football ability off of his ability to cover his slot in one-on-one. No, nah, it's not how it works. Uh, I think he does a good job of covering tight ends, which you'll see a lot of safety matches, safety, safety tight end matchups. Good time. He does a good, solid job of um, filling in on the run. Although he had some 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 games that weren't great um, uh, this past year, but I mean everybody has some some down games. You know, I, I think he's a guy who will. I think he will get drafted. I think he will be a guy who plays special teams and would likely need to, you know, kind of show his ability to be be a special team a special teams player early in his career as he develops into. Um, a player that can stick around for for a while. So um, we have so him. Zach Harrison is another another guy. Oh, before, even before I, I go further on to Zach Harrison, Jackson Smith and Jigba. So there's been some talk yeah. about whether or not he's a first round receiver. Whether or not he did himself any favors by not coming back and being able to play a few games um, this past year. And that there's some questions. And I think that it also stems from the expectation that he's not a blazer um, in the 40, right? I think if he was a guy who was going to run a 4-3, if he was, had a lot Olave, Gary Wilson type speed, I think he locks himself into the first round. But there's been some some questions, right, on whether or not he, he gets there. So what do you what do you think? Where do you think he ends up? In my opinion, he he's really good. And I, and I, and I, and I say that because, first of all, we've seen the numbers he put up as being really the number three – you know, if you're if you was checking boxes right, you got Chris Olave who catches a bunch of touchdowns. You got Garrett Wilson who puts up a bunch of stats. Um, as in when you look at the stat sheet at the end of the year for the last couple of seasons, you know, obviously not this past season, kind of missed this, but the last two seasons, this is other name here, Jackson Smith yeah. and Jigba, right? And when and and you know he's kind of under the radar, right? But he's just been pinning up all these these big yards, these big stats, and things of that nature. And my thing that always kind of speaks out and it jumps out the best at me. And it, and it, and it means a lot, especially when you start to speak about going from college to the next level to NFL is basically what does, you know, we watch the film and we see what you did here, what you did good, what you did bad, what we like, what we don't like. But yeah. a lot of it is, you know, how do other people speak about you? You know, how does your coaches speak about you? How does the, 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 the how did you treat the athletic trainers? Uh, how did they see you in the weight room? Was you got that came to work or was you got to just kind of trying to get by the workout and that stuff weighs values. Um, and when you ever, you, you heard the other guys in the receiver room speak about him, Jackson Smith, when you talk about Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, their receivers, their athletes, they wouldn't say it, right? But they always kind of had a tone that, like, you know, yeah, I, I, to my knowledge, I'm the best route runner I know. But then this Jackson Smith and Jig, but, like, when yeah. he came to school, like, you know, I, I kind of had to, you know, you know, reevaluate more or less type of deal and kind of start, you know, giving talks like that. And I'm just like, you know, why are they saying, you know, and these are players who have been performing, right? They right. already right. had a, a year, of, a really good year under their belt, a year or two under their belt at Ohio State. Um, and that to, to me just goes to show that, you know, this kid is very special. He's really special talent. Um, definitely could, could be a wide receiver one to me. When you watch him, watch his routes. First of all, he's very crafty and he's kind of, 
kind of kind of slippery guy to kind of keep up with. Um, and to me, he catches the ball well with his hands, and when he has an opportunity to kind of to to take it the distance, he 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 gets there. He does that, but also he to me he seems like a smart player that could just kind of find a a, a, a a spot into the zone, make himself available, catch the ball, and kind of take what he gives me. He kind of reminds me a lot of um, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen out of the, with the Chargers. He's been doing it for a long time, but when you watch Keenan, like you know sometimes he beats you over the top, but a lot of times it's just catching first downs. You just catching first yeah. downs. You just catching first downs. And it's just like, you know, why don't they just kind of guard this guy? It's just not that <laughs> simple to do. You know, and to me, that what he reminds me of just a, a smart player who has some wiggle. Um, like you say, might not be the um the fastest guy in the world. You know, he might not be running by corners and just catching bombs. Uh um you know, a game, but to me, he just knows how to get open. He knows how at the top of the route to, to, to throw off a defender and get himself, make himself available for a quarterback. So to me, if you, you take him in the first round, <laughs> if yeah. you're a wide receiver, yeah. um, you, you go with a guy that, you know, you know how he's been coached. Um, you know, the guys in front of him, the production that they have had in the NFL, uh, you know, the room, the top, type of competition he had to kind of climb above to kind of get himself to this level. Um, so to me, you you take this guy because you know he knows how to be a professional. It's basically been breed, bred in it at this point in time. So you go with him and you you set your court, you make your quarterback happy. Like, yeah, we got a guy <laughs> that I can get the ball to to make me look good, to make the team, to kind of keep moving chains. Which was, you know, you get first downs, you get so many first downs, it equals a touchdown. So you get a guy like that to, to help out your squad. Yeah, and, you know, in, in today's league, it's a passing league. Uh, Top-level wide receiver talent is at a premium, right? And if you can get that talent in the first round, as opposed to having to go pay a receiver, I don't know, 70, 80 million um, on the free market, that's a free agent or something, you go get it, especially if you need a receiver. And I think I think there's two things. There's, there's is he a first-round talent? Like, does he have the ability to perform at that high-level NFL? And is it proven to the people who make the decision that he has that ability? That's, that's where the separation always happens because he may very well – get drafted in the second round and be a first round talent. But for those making the decision, if, there, if there's uncertainty, and I think what happens, so like um, Garrett Wilson, just a explosive athlete. He, he did everything he did in college, but then you also say, oh, he's an explosive athlete. So it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Olave, crazy speed. So he did everything he did. And then it's like, well, yeah, he's one of the fastest guys on the field. Of course, we're gonna, he's going to take the top off the coverage. JSN, did the same type of from a receiver stand receiver standpoint. He, he performed the same at the same level, but then the human nature comes in. Like people want to be wild by something, you know, separate. They want to see that forty. Go, oh, whoa, he's a, <laughs> or or he's just tall. Or he has really big hands, and he, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that like to them solidifies the fact that he's just he's different than everybody else, um, which he is, but. Sometimes they need they need validation in other yeah. ways. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think it always comes down to, as you mentioned, it comes down to, you know, the other players. Like, who's the other receivers? Yeah. Right? Yeah. If he's the best receiver in the draft, I don't care. It's like he's going in the first round. So somebody yeah. has to draft a receiver. Somebody needs so, a receiver. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think he's the best receiver coming out. So 
Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he gets, he, he gets, by the time we get to that point, all the, um, whatever, the, the doubters or the people who are saying, well, we're not sure. I think by the time you get to that point, there's going to be two, three, four, five teams that have him on their draft board, um, you know, early, mid first round to late first round. I think he ends up getting called um, in the first round. Yeah. Um, who else we got in the, in the so draft? we got um our center came out Luke Weipler he came out um he had a chance to come back to school he decided to enter the draft I think he's a uh he got like a mid round grade third fourth round which I think is pretty fair um I think he'll have success in the NFL it depends a lot of times with offensive linemen is in you know it depends on like with most things well I shouldn't just say offensive linemen but the system right if he yep. gets drafted to a system that uh, could do the things that he's well at, does well, get him there, maybe have a guy in front of him or two that he could kind of watch, you know, see how the interior of the line flows. Um, he plays center, which is always a, a plus, right? So we know he could snap the ball and, and, do, and do that. Um, but he also, to me, is a guy this size-wise, he could easily slip into a, the guard position. So it will be interesting to see how his career kind of – I mean, the first off, where he lands, you know, in yeah. the draft – and then also to see, like, how his career kind of go. I could see him really doing both. Obviously, he plays center, so we know he could do that. But like I say, size-wise, he, he's, he fits that guard perfectly as well. Um, and then we also have Zach Harrison, right? Um, I believe they have, like, the mid-round draft grade on Zach, and I, I feel like that's kind of – to me, it's debatable, right? I believe – and I'm right around Zach was a five, four-star athlete coming out of high school – Crazy athletic for a defense. <laughs> the guy's like, like six six, long arms and yeah. runs r- really fast. Um, um, and I know a guy like that, and he can rush the passer too. I mean, we we seen, you know, obviously, I feel like I feel like Zach kind of always kind of not a tough rap, but he just didn't get all the love at Ohio State because it's just like, oh. He's not a Bosa. Ah, right, he's not right, Chase right. Young. Right. right. So it's almost right. like, ah, man, this is Zach Harrison. You know, like, you know, how how do we feel about him? But to me, he's a, he's a definitely a good player, and I think he has some success in the NFL. What's your thoughts on Zach? I know you got yeah, I think, you know, he's a I, defensive I think, guy. Man. I, I, think he's, I think he's a solid player. Um, I think he has still some ability to continue to develop and grow um, as a pass rusher. And I think – you know, just from, from the draft perspective, he's one of those guys that may jump off the page for uh, a team to be like that. Wow, like you know, he he just he has this level of size and speed. He's probably likely to run fast and those things. So I think, um, I think a, a GM, you know, a coach is going to be like, we need this level. I mean, it, it comes a point at defensive end, like you need the guys that can, <laughs> that can move and right. be this level of size, this combination of size and speed. And there's not that many human beings in this world um, that can do it. So when you see one, like we got to get the guy. Yeah. Um, so I think I think he does. He's gonna do um, good for himself at like a at the combine and going through uh, pro day and those things and really and really make some money for himself in all season. Yeah. The other the other guy, um, cornerback Cameron Brown. He's uh, going through the draft. I think he's currently you know currently training, getting ready. You know I haven't looked into. Is what the expectation is for, for him. Um, I like him. I like him as a um, a guy who like who, who will kind of fight for the ball more than the other corners for real. Uh, but I'm not. I, I don't got a real gauge on how he's going to perform from a you know a forty. You know, his forty and his his, his measurables and that stuff. I think he has a size 
um, the capability to play. He has to improve. You know, I yeah. think he has to get better to, um, you know, be a mainstay in the NFL and, and, and build a career. Um, so he's still on that journey. But I'm not sure. To me, he's, he's more likely um, a third-day pick. But that's based off of, you know, I haven't seen what his, his guy report and those things uh, look like. But if he can run fast, if he can go 4-4 uh, or faster than that, um, then I think that that would help him a lot to lock him in. Because yeah. the corner is similar to defensive end. It's like, I need, need a guy him. who can run this fast. <laughs> you know like, right. you, There's right, a lot of corners right. out there, but I need a guy who can <laughs> at least run this fast because mm-hmm. you're going against guys like Jackson Smith and Jake, but Gary Wilson and Chris Olave in the NFL. And it's not easy to chase these guys around not knowing where they're going next. So, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm supporting him out. I'm hoping hoping that he uh, can, can slide up to the fourth round or something like that. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, then. I mean, and when it comes down to it, right, it's the NFL. Like, you do – it's, it's a, a not-for-long league, but, you know, right. you get – and it's, it's all about situations, right? You get in the right situations – you can develop, you know, you get to a, a organization that, that values development and you understand what you need to do. You figure it out. Like, okay, these are the things I do well. These are things I don't do well. And you work at it. You know, you, you have a chance to kind of, you know, make a name for yourself and improve that way. Um, so obviously good luck to those guys. You know, I think yeah. we, uh, I think we are, um, I think we have a really solid class to be honest. Um, I, I know it's not, I feel like a lot of times there's more names, you know, that's kind of going through the process. But this year is not a ton. But I think the guys, you know, we have a lot of, of value there. Like I said, we got a, three or four guys that might go in the first round. Um, we got uh, – and all the guys that really came out that was – that you know, play consistent ball for Ohio State, pretty good chance that all those guys are getting drafted, which is spectacular as well. Um, so, that's good luck to them. I mean, I know that right now is the time for – a lot of guys are, you know, uh, you know, with their at their facilities now, you know, you know, getting ready for combine. All the guys that we mentioned are invited to the combine, so uh, hopefully they can stay healthy through their training and, and kind of goes there and and compete and perform. And we could have a show the next time, you know, after the combine, we just talk about numbers. Like, look how well he did this, how well he did that. Yeah. Um, a thing is, is like you say, with especially with Zach Harris, it's like almost a guy that's. Um, Really excited to see what he could do because I know a type of athlete he was coming out of high school, so I know he has um he has a, a top to him that you know he could be it could be very very impressive. So, yeah, um, but it, yes, there are some other guys. Um, I don't know who I'm who I'm missing. I know uh, Taron Vincent, I believe Taron Vincent, uh, D lineman, uh, son of Troy Vincent. Uh, he'll be he'll be in it as well. I'm not sure if he gets drafted. I think his pro day and those things are going to really determine where he lands. Um, Tanner McAllister, he plays safety. He was a guy transferred from Oklahoma State. Um, New uh, Jim No system. Had a solid year, decent year. I think he doesn't have necessarily the measurables that you would like. As a safety, he kind of fits into more of that uh, safety slash nickel type hybrid player. Um, So, I mean, uh, good luck to those guys, man. They, They all have a chance that they'll be on the team. They'll yeah, be on the team, um, whether they get drafted or not, they're going to be on the nah, team. Every right. time yeah, right, right. And then yeah. once you get to camp, I mean, anything is possible. We all know yeah. that. So once you get to camp, you know, it's time to, you know, because it really comes down to it. It's about football when it really comes down to it. You know, we talk about, you know, what these guys could do and, you know, and that's great. But when it comes down to it, it's really about football. So, uh, you know, you get a chance, you get an opportunity, you take it. You be ready, you take it, and you kind of, 
you kind of go from there. But uh, this this is our show today. Uh, once again, we are sponsored by Bet Online. Um, feel free to check them out for your latest ads. Um, Super Bowl uh, this week. Super Bowl is this week. Yeah. Huge week for the Super Bowl. Um, so good luck to both teams, to the was the the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, good luck to both teams. I was looking forward to a good game. I really swaying these away. Um, good commercials. But, you know, good, good commercials, commercials. right? Halftime show. Rihanna, like definitely looking forward right. to that. Me, yeah, me and the wife was looking forward to Rihanna. We haven't seen her in a while. We're big Rihanna fans in my household, so looking <laughs> forward to her as well. Uh, but once again, this is Believing Buckeyes with Brian Browning and Chimdi Chekwa. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.